Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Listen, trust absolutely nothing coming from this government, not from the EPA, not from the Pentagon, not from the DOJ. Trust nothing because there's a really, really good chance based on their history of just unrepentant lying that everything they're telling you is either a straight out lie for political reasons or a distraction to distract you from a story that has a bad political outcome for the Democrats. Everything, whether it's Ohio or UFOs, I'm going to go through this today. I'm telling you, this is all a distraction. The evidence is everywhere. We got a loaded show for you today. I have a special request too coming up at the end of today's show. I'll give you a little kind of hint in the beginning. Uh, it involves just a personal cause. Me and my daughter have been involved with it in a long time. So I really uh, would appreciate your help if, if, if you can. Uh, let's get to it. Uh, today's show brought to you by our good friends at Tommy John. Spring means the world's opening back up. Dress accordingly, folks. Go from couch to errands and everywhere in between with ultra comfy loungewear from Tommy John. When you wear Tommy John, you're that much more comfortable, so you can do everything better. Tommy John loungewear, pajamas, and underwear have dozens of comfort innovations like luxuriously, luxuriously soft tri-blend and micromodal fabrics with four-way stretch. I wear them. Wear them all the time. Wore them way before they were a sponsor because they look good and they feel good. Tommy John's been covering our butts for 15 years, protecting our most valuable assets in softness and style. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, people love Tommy John, me included. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. One Tommy John fanatic raves, I bought one pair of loungewear and after wearing them for two days, I got all the other colors available. They're great, folks. They look good, feel good. Everybody in your life, I love them. Plus, it's all backed by Tommy John's best pair you ever wear. It's free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's colorful new spring designs at tommyjohn.com slash Dan and get 20% off your first order. Save 20% right now at tommyjohn.com slash Dan. See site for details. You're going to love them. All right, Joe, let's go. Take me to your leader. <laughs> yes, sir. Really? So this is, folks, it's all a distraction. All of it. The UFO story, the balloons, it's all a distraction. They're not telling you the truth. Before I get to that, I just want to uh, uh, just throw out a, a website, and I'm going to talk about that at the end of the show just briefly. Every year, my daughter and I do a fundraiser for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. I'm going to show you just a quick video she put together at college, very brief, well under a minute. Uh, we're trying to raise money. Last year, we raised, raised thanks to you, $300,000, folks. The website is bongino.com slash LLS for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. I'll explain more at the end of the show, but if you uh, have it in your heart to donate or the ability, some of you do and do not, money's tight, I understand. We would deeply appreciate it. We mentioned it on the radio show yesterday and got so many donations, we nearly crashed the website. So uh, we'd appreciate that. More on that uh, later. Trust nothing spewed from these people. Not the, the EPA, don't trust them in Ohio with the train derailment. Went over that at length yesterday, spent almost the whole show on it. The DOJ with regards to Hunter Biden, the intelligence community these days with regard to just about anything. The Pentagon with regards to UFOs. So let's dig in. I want to go back to this UFO story. Because there's a guy at the Wall Street Journal, Holman Jenkins, who has been all over this forever. There are two stories he's nailed. And the mainstream media has largely ignored his take on both topics. Because I, I candidly, I think he's the only one who's got the whole story right. On how Hillary's email scandal, Spygate, and the Russia hoax are connected. It's all the same thing. But the same players. But he's also nailed it from the beginning. He has been screaming from the rafters forever about this UFO story, how this is a huge distraction, bottom line up front, to distract you from the fact 
that China owns us. They have pretty much mapped out the entire United States using low-tech balloons and probably standard cheapo drones for years now. And the government's been distracting you with leaks and, Joe, winks and nods about aliens and little green men mm-hmm. to get you to believe, to get you to, you know, I shouldn't say it, to distract you from the fact that they don't want to tell you we're getting wrecked by China. Again, this is not a show about our, is alien life real or not? That's a different topic. The universe is big. We can talk about that another day. This is a topic about government using that question, using it to distract you. Because every time I mention this, no matter how many times I put that buyer beware in there, I get a thousand messages from people saying, Dan, are you saying aliens don't exist? I have no idea. That's not what I'm saying. I'm telling, oh, Joe, if you would have saw Facebook yesterday, it was unbelievable. Oh, dude. That's not what I'm saying. I'm telling you the government is using that argument to distract you from the fact that we are getting destroyed by the Chinese Communist Party on the surveillance front. First, I told you something during my Fox show, during the podcast, whatever. You've heard it a thousand times. We don't need to relitigate this. I said to you, the reason the China balloon story, the original one, the one we shot down that flew over the entire United States as we saw it uh, here and there. The, origin, the reason that story was a story was because it wasn't a story. Was because China has been doing this for years. When we shot it down, trust me on this one, China was as surprised as we are. As, as we, the people, the, the government's known about this forever because China's thing was, wait, guys. Guys, meaning the United States, haven't we been winking and nodding at each other for years as we both surveil each other? Like, why is this a big deal now? I mean, just imagine you have two neighbors that are peeping toms on each other and they both know it. They're both, you're in your bedroom and you see the guy peeping and he's been doing it for you, you never say anything. And then you peep in on his one. This is what they're doing, spying on each other. And then one day you call the cops. The guy's like, what's the big deal? I've been spying on this guy for two years. Did I not tell you that? The reason it's a story is because it's not a story. Here, you need some additional confirmation. Here's Louisiana Senator John Kennedy, which Joe actually accurately pointed out. We were kind of chatting a bit before uh, we went uh, live here. Senator Kennedy is usually a pretty funny kind of soundbite kind of guy. Serious guy, but he's, he's always, always has a quip handy. Yeah. He's pretty serious here. And they ask him about a briefing he just got about the UFOs, UAPs, balloons, unidentified objects in the sky. And he seems, you know, rather somber for John Kennedy. And he says exactly what I've been telling you, that this has been going on for a really long time. They can't even agree about the year and pay very close attention how he leaves this segment. Check this out. This has been going on for a long, long, long time. Um, at, at, At least 2017. And last week we were told 2019. Um, that's what I took away from it today. Thanks, Thanks guys. I appreciate it. Lock your doors tonight. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, before we get to the fact that, again, trust nothing out of our Pentagon, that our Pentagon and our DOD can't seem to agree as to what the year this stuff even started, this surveillance program by China. Lock your doors tonight? What what does that mean? What did he hear in there? 
Folks, I promise you, it wasn't about space aliens, green men, or anything else. That's frightening stuff. All right, Dan, well, what are you thinking, man? I'm speculating. I can't get in the man's head. We'll try to get him on the show. But I think he understands fully the damage China's done to this country, mapping out roads, bridges, infrastructure, water plants, farm facilities, fertilizer plants, under, uh, underground, uh, underground uh, fiber lines. China has us all mapped out. China essentially has a sight diagram of the United States how to take the United States out, how to use EMP attacks, how to use uh, airstrikes, how to use sabotage in United States soil to if World War III were to start tomorrow due to an invasion of Taiwan, probably to enact that plan like that. They probably have thousands of saboteurs or potential saboteurs ready to go with a battle plan right away. It's been going on for a long time. Again, like I told you last week, they can't even decide when they did 2017, 2019, 2015. Been going on since 2010. How, how long? The story is a story because it's not a story. This has been going on for a long time. Here, you need any additional proof? Listen to this segment. This is this segment's unbelievable. This is from CBS News. So this isn't some right-wing conservative review type site, right? CBS News now has a source that says. We were tracking this balloon all the way from China. Probably the way we've been tracking a lot of balloons from China. And we've done what about them? Zippo. Zero. Nothing. And not only that, the other things we shot down were potentially research balloons. Folks, listen to me. We're all in trouble right now. If China's been surveilling us for probably upwards of 10 years, maybe a little less, maybe a little more. And then we can't even determine if a balloon is a balloon or a research balloon or, or someone's hang glider or some poor guy's drone off his deck in Stewart, Florida. Then we're all in trouble. Take a listen to this. There is breaking news tonight on that Chinese spy balloon. CBS News has just learned that U.S. intelligence watched the high-flying airship as it lifted off near China's south coast. That means the U.S. military had been tracking it for nearly a week before it entered U.S. airspace, longer than originally known. CBS's Nancy Cordes is at the White House. So, Nancy, they were watching this from the beginning? They were, Nora, and what they saw was this balloon heading east from China towards Guam and Hawaii, but then it took a sharp northward turn, a beeline towards Alaska. They also revealed today that the three subsequent objects they shot down probably were not involved in spying. Now do you understand why the Biden administration is so eager to get you talking about green men and aliens? What's the Biden administration in every level for that fact? What's their guiding ethos? Their guiding ethos is what? Put your faith in the government, not private individuals, not private businesses. Government will solve all your problems. That's it, right? Just keeping it simple. I mean, it's deeper than it, but you get that's the general point, right? So the Biden administration has an interest in you not knowing just how incompetent our government is at solving problems. The Biden administration doesn't want to appear weak, which is bullet point number two here. Love government, too. They don't want government or Biden specifically to appear weak. So now all of a sudden, these stories come out about Biden shooting down balloons. Oh, tough guy, flex your muscles here. Look at that. How do I get to the Williamsburg Bridge? That way, make a muscle, right? And then we hear about Biden bombing the Nord Stream pipeline. We need an alternative perspective on that from Lee Smith coming up, too. All maybe to change the narrative 
about Biden being this, this strong, decisive leader. And then again, number one, they don't want you to understand just how incompetent they are. They were tracking this thing from China and did nothing about it and only shot it down after the balloon they were shooting. They, uh, they were monitoring from China, traversed critical facilities across the, basically the, most of the United States. Folks, this is stunning incompetence. Now, again, it's only a story because it's not a story. We've been doing it and they've been doing it forever. And they just don't want to tell you that they probably have a leg up on us. Look, The Guardian, Pentagon testing mass surveillance balloons across the U.S., When's this story from? Yesterday? No, August 2019. None of this is new. Now, back to Holman Jenkins. I can't recommend enough you follow this guy's work in in the Wall Street Journal. This this cat's been spot on from day one about Spygate, the Russia hoax, and the UFO story. He's been calling this from the jump. He has been warning for a long time now that whether you believe in alien life or not is an entirely different argument worthy of our time. It's not worthy of our time on this topic because a lot of the stuff you're seeing now has nothing to do with alien life and everything to do with communists spying on us and us being entirely unable to do anything about it. So he has this piece I suggest you read. Chinese spy balloons uh, spy balloons, and the UFO obfuscation. Now, he's addressing here what variable flipped us from just about a year ago, Joe, the Pentagon leaking stuff about UFOs. And I don't know. Could be alien life. Wink and nod. Mm-hmm. Everybody pay attention to UFOs. What changed from that to now the White House screaming, there's no UFOs, no alien life, to them shooting down uh, a guy's, uh, you know, wooden plane he threw up in the air in East Tuna Fish, Idaho. Well, he tells you right here. The intervening variable? It's apparently a decade-long campaign by intelligence officials to keep reality bottled up. Yes. They didn't think we could handle the truth about Chinese balloons and drones over America. Folks, the administration doesn't want you to know that we have been getting wrecked for a long time on surveillance and that China probably has a sight diagram. That's what we call them in the Secret Service of the entire United States ready to implement the battle plan. The second United States comes to the defense of Taiwan, if there's an invasion over the Strait. How are they going to do it? I don't know. They likely have saboteurs here. They likely have EMP plans and they likely have far better surveillance of us than we have of them. And the government doesn't want you to know that because liberals want you to believe government has all the answers all the time, except they don't. And they want you to believe Biden's strong. Scranton kid, Joe, he's a fighter. Like the Notre Dame guy. Dirt under the fingernails. Strength. Taking you behind the barn. (laughs) I take him in the back of the gym. This is Biden, that's right, that's a good point. Want to do push-ups, Mac, or Jack, whatever he calls everyone? Jack. Here's the second part of this Holman Jenkins piece that you really need to pay attention to. Jenkins notes, for five years, the public heard UFO, UFO, UFO. A succession of high-ranking officials delighted the media with hints, winks and nods, folks, about uncannily advanced technology when they already knew the culprit was probably or certainly China. They knew the technology represented no significant advancement over 
over-the-shelf drone and lighter-than-air expertise widely available in the world. Do you get what he's saying? Does lock your doors make a little bit more sense now? John Kennedy knows that the Chinese Communist Party has what? Some advanced gravity-defying drone that they've been using to spy all over the United States? No. That the Chinese have been using first-century balloon technology and drones you could have bought on Amazon 10 years ago to basically map out the entire United States while we've done nothing about it. We're in a really perilous national security situation because of incompetence. But let's just keep the Pentagon spending money on uh, Robin D'Angelo's white fragility training. Ibram Kendi's future discrimination is necessary. Let's do be racist in the future stuff. Let's, let's keep wasting our time on wokeism in the military. It's doing us a lot of good. You understand what Jenkins is getting at? It doesn't explain every single thing you're seeing. A lot of it could be radar spoofing. Who knows? Some of it could be some technology we don't know about. I said that the other day. But the Pentagon doesn't want to tell you is most of it is explainable by China wrecking us and us doing jack squat about it and jack left town. Now that the cat's out of the bag, because, and why did this all change? What's the other variable? A, an eagle-eyed photographer over Montana aimed his camera up in the air and caught what? The initial China balloon we shot down from China. The one, the CBS news story earlier that we followed all the way from China. No one would have done anything about it. The only reason they did is because the Biden administration was embarrassed and Biden looked like the wuss bag he is. So he let the device fly over the uh, United States first before he did anything about it. So now that the cat's out of the bag and everybody knows how grotesquely incompetent our government's become at tracking threats and surveillance, now they've got a problem. This stuff has gotten out of hand. They're afraid now that they've stoked too much speculation on this alien thing and that they may be causing themselves a separate panic. That's the genesis of this by the absolutely hapless Corrine Jean-Pierre. Check this out. Before I turn it over to the Admiral, I just wanted to make sure we address this from the White House. I know there have been questions and, and concerns about this, but there is no, again, no indication of aliens or extraterrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Again, there is no indication of aliens or terrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Wanted to make sure that the American people knew that, all of you knew that, uh, and it was important for us to say that from here because we've been hearing a lot about it. Now. Guys, anything she said there, she couldn't have said a year, two years, three years ago when everybody was speculating about the Pentagon's winks and nods about UFOs. She could have said the same thing. Yeah. Nothing's new. Why didn't she? Because again, read Jenkins' piece. This worked for them. Oh, UFO, wink, nod. UFO, wink, nod. Aliens, wink and nod. Pay no attention to the fact that the Biden administration and others, by the way, prior presidents, both Democrat and Republican, have sat back on their ass while our military did nothing about China mapping out the entire United States to get their battle plan together. Complete, total incompetence. And, ladies and gentlemen, as if on cue, by the way, every time, fellas, right? What happens? When the government spews misinformation, UFOs, UFOs, winky, winky, naughty, misinforming you about something and lying to you, which the government does all the time, Lied to you about the balloons, lied to you about the objects. Yeah, the, they know what the objects they shot down were. The objects were research balloons. 
This is how pathetic this has gotten. So when people like me go on the show and go on the air and go over the airwaves on the radio and expose it with Joe and Guy and my crew over there, what happens to us? Every time we expose misinformation and what are we accused of? Misinformation. misinformation. The dipsy do flipperoo every single time. Hot air. Jazz Shaw. Speculation about the balloons is the latest quote. Misinformation. Ding, 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 ding. Apparently they're saying now that this creates the perfect condition. Us discussing this stuff. The aerial devices for unchecked conjecture and misinformation. Which is really strange because, again, fellas, I said on the Fox show and on my podcast early, what? That it's only a story because it's not a story and has been happening, which they just briefed John Kennedy about. So, again, who's lying? Us? Nope. Them? Looks like it. Oh, I got more. Don't dismiss the possibility here that a lot of these stories are just distractions from the exploding Biden ink scandal either. Oh, there's another new wrinkle on that one. And it ain't pretty. Our second sponsor today, Omaha Steaks. I was an Omaha Steaks household way before they were a sponsor because the food is absolutely fantastic and you can't beat the price. Hail to the chief of steaks. Enjoy presidential savings on Omaha Steaks favorites, including tender steaks, ocean fresh seafood, air chilled chicken, and more during their President's Day sale. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, at checkout and get $30 off your order. That's $30 off an endless variety of delicious gourmet foods from perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals. Every bite is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Visit omahasteaks.com, enter Bongino at checkout, and take advantage of this exclusive offer. While you're there, pick up some of their burgers for Guy. He loves <laughs> grill lines on them, toasted <laughs> bun. Mm. There's a reason why Omaha Steaks been the leader of gourmet steaks and foods since 1917. No one, and I mean no one, comes close to matching their flavor, tenderness, and the value of Omaha Steaks. Visit omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. Food's amazing. Before we get back to the lies, EPA likely not telling you the truth about Ohio, the Pentagon now, the Biden administration clearly lying to you about UFOs. I just, again, I don't want you to dismiss the possibility. This is all a distraction from other things going on right now. What broke yesterday in the New York Post? Emily Crane. Read this in the newsletter, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Biden's brother, Jim Biden, was hired to broker a $140 million Saudi deal when Joe was the VP, Docs reveal. Oh, Really? So Biden's brother, Jim Biden, while brokering this deal, he added that he was tapped to represent Hill in these meetings, quote, because, of course, the name, the Biden name, didn't hurt, Sullivan recalled. Again, kind of sounds like the whole Biden ink scandal that's been exposed by people in conservative media for the last two years, that the biggest political scandal of our time is happening right now. The president of the United States and former vice president allowed family members to leverage his name because, quote, the name didn't hurt to sell out the United States to various governments around the world, Ukraine, the Saudis, Russia, China. The guy's the president right now. Serves as an awfully convenient distraction, doesn't it? Now, I want to entertain the possibility that the massive bombshell story by Seymour Hersh 
on his Substack the other day about us bombing the Nord Stream pipeline. It was a very detailed story. I want to give you both sides of it because unlike journalists, we do actual reporting here. A guy I respect a lot, Lee Smith, has a piece up in Tablet Mag. I encourage you to read it. It gives you the other side of the story about the Nord Stream pipeline. Distraction? Maybe distraction from Biden, Inc.? How would that be a distraction? Read this in the newsletter today. It's called Cy Hearst Swings and Misses Big by Lee Smith. Lee Smith's a good man. I trust him. He was all over the Spygate Russia hoax uh, fiascos, both of them. Remember the story the other day, Seymour Hearst said that this Navy dive team blew up the Nord Stream pipeline from Russia to Germany. Uh, Biden made the call and that they did it basically to, to, to send a message to Russia like, hey, man, you're not going to sell your gas. We're not going to let you directly to Germany. And uh, you don't believe us? Watch, we're going to blow your pipeline up. The story was very detailed. I covered it the other day. Personally, I'm leaning towards the we did it scenario. I've told you that from the start. I don't know that because I was not involved in the operation, but I do work on facts and data. And we've covered all the sound bites of the Biden administration practically teasing the fact that they were going to do this. However, I'm obligated with people I trust to give you the alternate perspective. Lee Smith, before I get to the quote from the piece, the money quote, he's suggesting this, that Biden has a reputation for being what? Not just a rotting bag of oatmeal and a guy completely cognitively impaired, right? But he also has a reputation as being weak and pathetic where people just walk on him, step on him. Nobody respects him internationally. So Biden, in addition to needing to look like a tough guy by shooting down balloons and research projects and little Joey's uh, balsa wood airplane in the sky. Hey, how about we leak a story uh, to a impressionable, if you know what I mean, reporter that the decisive Joe, tough, militaristic Joe Biden, he bombed that pipeline, did it himself. Oh, Dived underwater in a dive suit and planted the explosives himself. How about we leak that? Folks, it's a possibility. Lee Smith says that he spoke with a former senior intelligence official and he described the Seymour Hearst piece as a piece as steel dossier quality garbage. Journalists say the Hearst story was rejected by several publications before he published it on his Substack. The issue apparently was that the story was single sourced. But Lee Smith notes the problem may be something else. And he goes into Seymour Hersh's issues being uh, kind of misled and spun up, quote, by his sources in the past. So apparently it's not the first time uh, Hersh has been spun up by sources. Folks, again, I'm leaning towards the fact that the Hersh piece is authentic. But I trust Lee Smith and his sources. And if they're saying this thing is crap and it's being made up to distract you from one Biden scandals and two. This weakness narrative that's been uh, that Biden's weak and pathetic. I, I, I got to give Lee, I got to give Lee a fair airing on that. Because he, he generally uh, has been pretty much on target on just about everything we've spoken about. Trust nothing from these people, folks. Trust nothing from them. The symbiote, you know what the symbiote is, right? It's this collective organism, right? The media, social media, non-governmental organizations. Moneyed liberal donors, the Soros network, bureaucrats, activist groups, elected officials, the symbiote. Trust nothing coming from them. They are lying to you practically all the time. I want to re-up this one from yesterday. I want to play it again. Again, trust nothing from the Pentagon, from the EPA, nothing. Journalists, 
We, I, I'm sorry to tell you. So who can we trust? You can trust us. And we have the facts to back it up that we've been right. Remember Jim Clapper, our former director of national intelligence? There is a, I got to tell you, I mean, gosh, I know shouting fraud's bad. It's, it's generally a bad thing to take advantage of. I take advantage, but kind of laugh at people's colossal errors in judgment and mistakes. And we, you know, we're supposed to forgive them and move on. But I'm not in a forgiving mood lately. Jim Clapper, who spun us up again about the Russia hoax, the impeachment hoax, the guy's a complete clown. He was the director of national intelligence in the, in the Obama administration. The man's a disgrace to humanity. Jim Clapper and PP hoaxer Natasha Bertrand are going at it now over the Hunter Biden laptop is Russian disinformation thing. This is just glorious to watch. Let's play Clapper first because Clapper is telling everyone now, now that we know Hunter's laptop was real. I didn't say it was Russian disinformation. I didn't say it had something to do with Soviet style tactics. I didn't say that. This reporter from Politico did. It wasn't me. Really? Because I remember clearly when Clapper said this. How much does the source matter, right? So you hear the story of this laptop. We don't know a lot. We do know that the, the way that this information is getting out is through Steve Bannon and Rudy Giuliani. How much uh, do the, the, does the source matter here? Well, source matters a lot, and, uh, and the timing matters a lot, I think. And to me, this is uh, just classic uh, textbook uh, Soviet-Russian uh, tradecraft at work. Classic, folks. Classic Soviet tradecraft. Who said that? Who was that? That's Jim Clapper right there. Now he's going at it with Natasha Bertrand, who is one of the worst peepee hoaxers out there. A woman with so little credibility, how she's still writing for what the lefties consider mainstream outlets is candidly bizarre. Clapper takes issue with this story she wrote in October of 2020. Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinformation, dozens of former Intel officials say. You just heard Clapper say it. You just heard that. Now Clapper realizing, again, showing you, by the way, showing you that your activism, us highlighting on the show, and our Congress people out there making a big deal out of this stuff is causing them tremendous embarrassment. What have I told you from the start? None of these people are going to be arrested. The Department of Justice isn't going to do anything about it. Merrick Garland's in charge. But what have I told you for a while now? They do care about their reputations. Trust me on this. Clapper now knows he's an international global laughing stock because either one of two things are, are true. Either he lied and knew this wasn't Russian disinformation, the Hunter laptop, or he didn't know and is the single dumbest mother to ever occupy the office of the DNI. So now he's backtracking everything. So even though you just heard what he said, look at this, Washington Examiner. Clapper now says the letter about Russian links to Hunter Biden laptop was distorted. He says there was message distortion, taking a shot at Natasha Bertrand and Politico about that article. Really? You just, you, you just said it. We just listened to you say it. Freaking clowns. Trust nothing coming from these people. Nothing. All right. I got a Your Money block coming up next, folks. The inflation number came out yesterday. I want to explain something to you uh, also why I'm, I'm not that optimistic. I think we'll turn it around, but I think in the short term, we're in a little bit of trouble. I got that and a special request for me uh, and my daughter, if you would, uh, if you would allow us. First, 
BrickHouseNutrition.com. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan is the website. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Why am I telling you the website? Because I need you to get this product. It is amazing. I feel like I had a good role in developing this. I told the BrickHouse crew, you need to get me a solid fruit and vegetable powder that tastes awesome, can get me healthy, wholesome uh, fruits and vegetables in one scoop. It smells great. It tastes great because it is healthy, wholesome fruits and vegetables all ground up into this powder. This has been the staple, staple of my nutrition plan for a long time. It's called Field of Greens. It comes in lemon, lime, and wild berry. Folks, a lot of these other products you're seeing, oh, we're a fruit and vegetable powder. They're just extracts. This is whole organic fruits and vegetables, not a watered-down supplement. And it's backed by a better health promise. Field of Greens is a science-backed formula of specific fruits and vegetables. You're not going to find any other product. The way they calculate and put in the vegetables, they did it right. We all know healthy food, fruits and vegetables are the key to a healthy diet. Sometimes I don't eat as healthy as I should. That's why this is my insurance policy right here. But your best proof will be at your next checkup when I bet your doctor says, whatever you're doing, it's working. Keep it up. Let's get started today. With 15% off at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. Pick up Field of Greens today. Wild berry, original, lemon lime, all delicious flavors. Pick up Field of Greens at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. Don't wait another day. Get a head start on your health. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up Field of Greens today. Okay. You did? What did you throw it in? He, he put, he loves it. He puts it in smoothies. He just had it for breakfast. We, folks, listen, we, we, we're sold out on our show, so we pick our sponsors very carefully. Stuff's the real deal. Okay. This is a your money, your problems block. <laughs> more money, more problems. Less money, more problems. This is Jason Furman. I'm about to play a video. of Who's Jason Furman? Jason Furman was an economic advisor in the Obama administration. However, I will say this about Jason Furman. His economics tend to lean left. Economics, isn't that a science? How does it lead? Please stop. Um, seriously, after dealing with Fauci and science and politics, I think we can put that aside. So his economics lean left. However, I'll say about Jason Furman, even though he worked for Obama, that he will tell the truth about things when he thinks we're in a lot of trouble. And he won't hesitate to go after Biden or anyone else if he thinks we're prematurely celebrating bad news. The inflation numbers came out yesterday. They are still unbelievably high. The year over year came in at 6.4. The month over month went up to 0.5. Remember, folks, the inflation target for the Federal Reserve is 2%. We're at over three times that still. This is a big deal. And the month to month numbers are not getting better. Now, Biden, again, took a victory lap, bizarrely, about inflation we haven't seen in 40 years. Look, 6.4. Wow, it's trending down from 9.1. Yeah, that was still under your administration. Furman went on cable yesterday and said, hey, man, you better be careful about these victory laps. Keep in mind, this guy's work for Democrats. Check this out. I look at tips. I look at swaps. They have break-evens of inflation of around 2%. I just don't see that. I don't see how we have inflation much below 3% um, this year. I don't see it coming down uh, below that without a decent-sized recession. And nothing in this numbers gives me comfort. Yeah, it's not a surprise 
relative to the expectations we had yesterday. But compared to the narrative we had a month ago, where we thought inflation was coming down, where we thought, you know, um, it was jumping off from a low point. Um, we now have core this month at an annualized rate just for the month of January of 5.1%. Even if you take out shelter, which is lagged, and the used cars, the so-called super core, you're at an annual rate of 4.3% um, for this month. That's faster than the pace um, in the last two months. And that is with some special things that were helping. Um, used cars, we got more relief there than we were expecting to. Medical services also fell. Those aren't things you can count on continuing to happen. So um, I think this inflation issue um, is real. I don't think it's going away anytime soon. And I think anyone who's overly calm about it um, is making me nervous. Yeah, they're making me nervous, too, because here's why. He just points out a dilemma, a classic dilemma we're in right now. Here's the problem, folks. Inflation is still raging out of control. We're thinking about doing a segment on it. A man on the street for my Fox show Saturday night. I'm considering it now. Getting, just asking people as they come out of the supermarket, like, hey, how's inflation? We're thinking about it now. We're trying to get it together. Here's the problem we have. Classic dilemma. We can crush inflation. It's, it's painful, but it's not hard. The Federal Reserve can just increase the price of money. The interest rates make them higher and higher and higher. So an interest rate's the price of money, right? You take a loan. The loan's at 5%. That's the price of the loan. That's the interest you pay for the loan. You take a loan at 10%, the loan's more expensive, right? I'm sorry to sound, you know, using kindergarten-level language, but there are liberals listening who genuinely don't understand this stuff. The Federal Reserve has de facto control over interest rates in our economy because of all the pegs. So they keep raising rates and raising rates. If we raise rates to, say, 10%, you would really dry up the money supply because money would get really expensive. So we can do that. So what Furman's saying here is, yeah, we can knock out inflation. The problem is it's going to make money so expensive, we're going to cause a recession because then nobody can borrow money to fuel their businesses. You see the problem big spending Democrats and Republicans have created? We spent and borrowed so much money and caused so much inflation that we have two choices. Either let inflation go and do nothing about it, destroying the value of your wallet, or crush inflation and destroy your job. Wow, Dan, that sounds bad. Yeah, sounds bad. It's actually worse. So recession or inflation? Either one. There's no third choice. The third problem is the job numbers that keep coming out are deceptive. Biden keeps saying, oh, 3.4% unemployment. Yeah, folks, here's the problem. These are not high-end jobs. Just put in your search engine, tech industry sheds jobs. High-end tech jobs Six and seven figure jobs are being shed like crazy. The jobs we're, we're putting back are, are service jobs. Not that that's about, I'm not, I'm not making a value judgment. I'm suggesting to you that these aren't the kinds of jobs that are generating productivity, massive productivity. You know, artificial intelligence, you know, quantum, uh, quantum computing. These are the things that are going to cause us to produce more stuff for less money. Andy Kessler has an amazing piece in the Wall Street Journal. I, I, he's like already cringing. He hates these economic segments. I, this, I find this piece fascinating. He asks the same question. How is it that Biden's touting this job number? Look, everybody's working. How is it that we're working, but we're not producing anything? Isn't that weird? The piece is called One Puzzling Job Market. And he says, listen, the reason we're not producing much, also known as productivity or more, 
That's how you get richer, right? You produce more stuff, more homes, more cars. That's it. It's not, not complicated. He said, we're not producing more because of eds, meds, and feds. I'll briefly sum that up. And then uh, I want to get to uh, Ron DeSantis, some Ron DeSantis clip, which is just fantastic coming up. And then again, a request for my daughter. Our last sponsor today, GetRefunds.com. If you own a business, it's been a bumpy ride. From the pandemic to inflation, you could use a break. Innovation refunds can help. If your business has five or more employees and you survive COVID, you could be eligible, your business, to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. It's not a loan. There's no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. Here's the challenge, getting your hands on it. How do you cut through the red tape and get your business the refund money? You go to GetRefunds.com. They have a team of successful attorneys here, tax attorneys, that put together, they've been put together. They're highly trained in a little-known payroll tax refund program. They've already returned $1 billion to businesses, and they can help you too. They do all the work. There's no charge up front, no sweat, and they simply share a percentage of the cash they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. To find out if your business qualifies, just go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and answer a few questions. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time, so please don't miss out. Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. Okay. So why aren't we producing anything? Adding to the dilemma we're in? Exploding inflation or cause a recession? Inflation, recession. All of this is a problem because we're not producing anything. Because if we had high productivity numbers, meaning we were producing more stuff for less money, then the more stuff would absorb all the money in the economy. But that's not happening either because of Ed's, Meds, and Feds. Ed's are education. Kessler notes that education's stagnant. We're doing almost nothing in the education front to innovate. All it is is, hey, more students, more spending. Spending what? For better output? No, less output. We're actually producing less education for more money. No, seriously. Our kids are getting dumber as we spend more money. That sounds like reverse productivity. That's because it is. That's the ads. What's the meds? Next screenshot, please. Medicine. Medicine's clogged up. 40% of our uh, healthcare business is government spending, which is screwing everything up. He notes medicine's unproductive. It's a doctor intensive chronic disease treatment business. He notes that prevention and diagnostics to find disease early, we could use, then possibly there'd be fewer oncologists and cardiac surgeons. The technology exists, but it's slow to roll out. In other words, he's making the point that there's so much government bureaucracy in healthcare that we have the technology with gene editing and other technology now to, to, to fix it so we're not just managing people dying, but preventing them from, from dying early. That is, everybody dies, obviously. But it's so slow to roll out. Because the government's knee deep in it and it's regulated to death. We're not producing more. People are not getting better. We're not living dramatically longer like we should be. And finally, he notes feds, heads, meds, and feds. That the Fed keeping interest rates too low, uh, you were talking about before, money was free for the longest time. So instead of re engineering businesses to make them more productive, what did they do? They just borrowed cheap money and threw money at the problem. Great piece. Great, great piece. I'm sorry if I bored you with that. He hates those segments. I like him, however. Folks, speaking of uh, you know, misinformation we were talking about earlier, I just want you to read this piece in the newsletter. I got a couple quick news stories I want to get to. Ron DeSantis and then uh, this uh, request at the end. The Biden administration, again, is lying all the time. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this. I said that to you in the beginning of the show. Trust nothing. 
The Biden administration has a problem. Now that Biden has claimed, and I believe him, that he wants to run for re-election, he's got a big problem. The polling on Biden and immigration is horrible, even among Democrats. So Biden's got an issue. He needs to get people away from the cameras, the Fox News border drum, and he needs to get them at ports of entry so it looks like an orderly process. And he also needs to get the numbers down. He needs to get two numbers down. The contact numbers, contact with illegals at the border, and the gotaway numbers. This is an estimate of God, people who got away. You understand? Because he's going to run for re-election. He needs these numbers down. So because this disgusting, rotting bag of oatmeal in the White House never tells the truth about anything because he's a corrupt goon, him and his Biden, Inc., disgusting corruptocrats, what did he do? Read this piece, just the news. Officials say Biden's manipulating the border stats and blinding agents to fleeing aliens. Get a load of this. He's using the balloon story as a reason to pull aerostat balloons at the border. It's like, yeah, we don't need those. Uh... Well, why did they pull the aerostat balloons? Well, here's the real reason, according to a former DHS official, Chad Wolf. He was the acting director. He says, well, these are other types of balloons. They're not Chinese. And they use them on the border for domain awareness so they understand what's going on the border. Listen to this last sentence. And they track gotaways with the technology as well. Oh, now it makes sense. So the balloons we're using at the border, you can say, hey, those 20 or 30 got away. Now, look, Joe, it's, it's, if you're watching on Rumble, ah, we don't, we don't see them. There's no gotaways. Actually, you just took the balloon down and put a blindfold on. We don't see nothing. You see these? This is disgusting filth. They're using the balloon. Oh, man, the skies are clogged up. Let's get that balloon down. Yeah, but it's tracking the gotaways. Works better for us. We'll unclog the skies, air quotes, and then we don't have to tell the public how many people are in the country legally. Numbers go way down, right? No, numbers didn't go down. You just didn't see them. And then what is he doing about illegal border contacts? You notice you haven't seen many videos lately? He created the app. Oh, that's funny. No, I'm not joking. There's a Biden administration CBP app now. You just go on the app and say, hey, I want an appointment basically to enter the United States illegally at a port of entry claiming amnesty and you just go to the port of entry. It looks all orderly. Trust nothing from these people. Nothing. Here's another just quick news story. Uh, PJ Media, Matt Margolis. The New York Times has an embarrassing epiphany about gun-free zones. This is hilarious. Idiots. They're just figuring out now, the New York Times, they published this, that gun-free zones may be an invitation the bad guys who want to prey on people who don't have guns who can fight back. So, yeah, Guy's like, it's unbelievable. It's so smart. Like, did people feel emboldened to carry guns on the streets? Said Tom Harris, a retired New York City police inspector and president of the Times Square Alliance. He told the Times, the New York Times, a gun free zone is not going to stop a criminal from carrying a gun. Well, thank you to Tom for telling the truth. But God, <laughs> dude, I was just going to say that. He's just figuring this out. Criminals walk up, Joe. They go, Oh, gun freeze. Oh, I better turn around. Yeah. Guns are no good here. The gun, when you're carrying a gun illegally because you're a prohibited possessor, what's a gun freeze zone, Joe? Everywhere. Yeah. You're not allowed to carry a gun anywhere. You idiots. You're going to commit a crime. You don't want the other guy armed. Let's go to a gun free zone. Schools, Times Square. New York Times accidentally admits the truth. We haven't had one of these in a long time. Uh, the governor of Florida here is the best in the country. We haven't had a Ron DeSantis strikes again in a long time. So he was doing a press conference yesterday. 
And it was a hot mic. Hot mic, meaning the microphone was turned on. Now, it happens. It happens to everyone at some time in their media career. What's the golden rule about mics, Guy? Well, Joe, you, you've been at it longer than hey. What's the golden rule about a mic? Treat- Every one of them is hot. live. Hot, baby. Hot mic all the time. Hot you mic. see a mic. Joe, if you see a mic unplugged from the wall, it's still considered live, right? Yeah, if you can see it, it's <laughs> That's hot. That's the rule. Yeah. If, if, if I see a wooden microphone, you consider it hot. It's like a gun. Every gun considered loaded, you're never going to have a problem. Don't assume that. Well, these media people didn't take that to heart. Now, this is not Joe's fault. The audio is tough. It's a hot mic, Edison. So there's this goofy reporter in the front row of a DeSantis press conference. And showing you again how they're full-time activists or not serious media people. She says her job today um, is basically to make the governor uncomfortable with the question she plans at. So not to get you the facts, it's to make them uncomfortable. Try to listen. It's hard to catch up, but this was caught on a hot mic. This is real. Check this out. Pan, you know, starting at the fan, pan down. Fine. You're hired. <laughs> you can do the next film on it. Now, my job here is to ask the tough questions and make him uncomfortable, I guess. Good. You, you go for it. I'm going to try. I'm going to try at least get one. Man, Joe, you worked some wonders with that. The yeah. audio I said, it was like totally unintelligible. Yeah, it was crap. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you could hear it, but that was good. Thank so, you, sir. yeah, we enhanced that. We didn't change the content, but that's what she said. Uh, that, that, that makes perfect sense. So, the reporter's goal, of course, because they're activists, is to make Republican Governor DeSantis uncomfortable. If it was a Democrat, their goal is to what? Make them very comfortable, right? So, the question she asks is about uh, Ron DeSantis's uh, uh, efforts to keep pornography and sexually inappropriate material out of kids' schools, which uh, is a pretty mainstream position i i thought but because liberals want to sexualize your kids i guess reporters included she phrased the question this way and it's hilarious that she's trying to make him uncomfortable and gets completely wrecked by desantis again check this out here in duval county we have seen bookshelves in schools emptied in response to florida's new guidelines on books i'm wondering is this what actually you know that video that was a fake narrative that was not true and our press guys were is brian back there he can get you the details on that. Uh, this is trying to create some narrative as if that they hadn't even put the books out yet to begin with. So there's no need for all of that stuff. What they're trying to do is they're trying to act like somehow, you know, we don't want books. The And some of the narratives that you hear, you hear people talk about felony charges. Understand nothing that we've done since I've been governor has done anything. that Now, there is longstanding Florida law that prohibits an adult from giving uh, a school child pornography. But don't we think that that's inappropriate to do? But that's been the law for a long time. So when they hear you, when you, when they start chirping about that, understand they're talking about longstanding Florida law that's trying to protect young children. He just, <laughs> I like the hand. He just, I, I, he just wrecks them every time. It's just like, they're so, he's such a smart guy. And these reporters are just so freaking stupid. That it's amazing they set themselves up for these just never-ending gobstopper face plants every single time. What he's talking about and what she was trying to do her activism role is some school sent out agitprop photos of empty bookshelves. Look, Ron DeSantis is banning books. What the school didn't tell you is there were no books on the shelves, that that was not what was going on. Those weren't books that were removed. And the picture was total propaganda. And that the legislation she's addressing, it basically just keeps sexually inappropriate material away from kids, which apparently, I guess, these journalists out there somehow support. Every single time. 
All right, I have one favor to ask you, uh, if if you would. It's a very sensitive topic. Uh, many of you know uh, my battle with cancer. I'm in remission now. Let's knock on wood and pray to the Almighty God that it stays that way. It was really rough. It was tough on my family. So every year, we do a fundraiser for LLS, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Uh, cancer took a lot out of my life, and importantly, it took a lot out of my family's life. It is a family endeavor. They go through the chemo with you. They go through everything with you. And it deeply affected my daughter, Isabel. Now, she usually comes on the podcast uh, every year, but she is away at college and she wanted to do it again, despite the fact that she's working tons of hours. She's taken 18 credits. She's a pre-med student. She's volunteers. She's doing a ton of stuff. She wanted to make sure she could raise money this year as well. Uh, we raised $330,000 last year, thanks to you. Um, I would deeply appreciate if you consider a donation. And I asked my daughter just record about 35, 40 seconds of a video. So uh, here is my daughter, Isabel, just kind of asking for your support. Take a listen. Hi, everybody. First of all, I would like to thank my dad for allowing me to spread awareness for blood cancers. As many of you know, my dad was diagnosed with lymphoma in 2020. The news of his diagnosis was devastating, but watching him go through painful treatments was extremely heartbreaking. Cancer affects the entire family and it changed my life. And this is why I have worked with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society for the past three years to help find a cure and help other families through this painful process. We are fortunate today that my dad is cancer free, but every three minutes somebody is diagnosed with a blood cancer. Thank you all so much for your past support. It has truly meant the world to me and my family. And if you would consider donating to this cause again, you can go to Bongino.com slash LLS. And thank you so much for your time and your support has truly meant the world to me. Thank you. I don't want to get choked up again. I got all choked up on the radio yesterday, but I really appreciate her doing this. Uh, Bongino.com slash LLS for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is a website. I'll put it in the show notes today as well. Uh, if, if money's tight. I understand that. So if it's not possible, it's not possible. If you have a dollar, $5, $10 more, uh, we would love to support this cause. Watching all these kids when I was at MD Anderson undergoing cancer treatment with leukemia who were 9, 10, and 11, no hair, no eyebrows, being holed in on gurneys for radiation treatment, you know, months from possible death was just one of the most transformative experiences of my life, and I want to help them too. Bongino.com slash LLS. Thanks a lot. What's we put? Oh, we'll put it in the Rumble comments too. Thanks a lot. I uh, really appreciate it. We'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.